It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for joining The Rendezvous tonight. And you know, we live crazy days. We look at the news, crazy. Uh, but when me and my team get together to start the show, we're very grateful, A, to be together, being able to build this show for you and, and take your phone calls, read your emails, go on social media and all that. And then, and I'll say it, just to be in good health and be, you know, and, and love life. Because I think that uh, more than ever, we have to be grateful for life. You, if you look at my post, that Rendezvous Radio, uh, it's something that me and my executive producer, Jill, shares for, for different reasons, but at the end it's the same. The, that uh, gratitude, I think, is, is one of the most important value in life. And there's different ways to be grateful. Uh, and, and I think that, you know, we, we share that. So in tough times, we have to be grateful for what we have and enjoy what we have, including being alive, good health, and being able to be here tonight and take you phone calls and, and be with you. If you have any questions, please call me. I'm here. 855-905-8255. If you have a question for me about your relationship, just call the rendezvous, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Danica. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. Tell me what's going on between you and your boyfriend. Um, okay, so I'm kind of in like a weird situation with him right now. Um, he is still friends with his ex, which is fine. Um, but he was invited to her 30th birthday party, but he wasn't invited with a plus one. Um, apparently it's at like a really big event space and mm -hmm. he said the guest list is limited. So nobody is invited with a plus one unless they're married. But he was like, you know, he was cool with me. He was like, I won't go if you can't go. Um, and I told him I didn't want to hold him back. So I told him he could go ahead and go, but I'm kind of suspicious about his ex's motives. I've kind of gotten a feeling before that she has been, pining after him again and has been kind of maybe trying to get him back, but I don't know if I should be okay with letting him go to the party. Well, okay. A party is, is not going to be an intimate place so much. So the question I have for you is why don't you go, first of all? Just go anyway, even though I'm not invited? Well, I mean, I think if he's going, you should be going. If you're not going, you should not be going, right? It's like when you're in a relationship, that's how it goes. Uh -huh. So I would tell him, uh, listen, the way I see it is I would not go to, a, you know, first of all, I would not go to an ex-party, but let's say we are, I would definitely go with you. If I'm not invited, then I don't think you should be going. Mm. Why keep the unspoken? You see, the important part is not to have unspoken. So yeah. you feel, right, why keep that like we pretend it's okay? Of course it's not okay to go to your ex-birthday. It's not. So, especially without you, Danica, so why would you or I pretend to your boyfriend and play it cool where the truth is it's inappropriate for him to go alone? I mean, if you were invited, okay, you know, obviously, all right, let's say sometimes people are friends and once a year they get together, okay. But the fact that you're not invited, regardless of the reason, no plus one, plus two, plus three, for me, Danica, it's all or nothing. So either you are together and you're going to that party or he's not going and you guys are going to do something else. But I would tell him how I feel. Okay. Okay? All right. Yeah. I'll do that yeah. when he gets home tonight. No breaks. <laughs> no, <laughs> no breaks. No unspoken equal no problem. All right? All right. All right, Danica. Thank you so much for your call and have a good night. Good night, Simon. Do you agree with me that if you're together... You should be invited as a couple 
to most of things, especially when it comes to going to an ex's birthday, we need to talk a little more about that now. I gotta ask you this question. I mean, if you're in a relationship, not even married, but in a relationship, exclusive, committed relationship, and the ex of your partner would only invite your partner, not you, do you think that your partner should go? Or do you think, like me, that either you go together or no one goes at all, especially at an ex's birthday party? But there is something interesting there, is that where do we define the line of where we should go together and where we can go separately. Because there's places like boys' night out, girls' night out, where, of course, we should go separately. So I think that it's important to be together where we are expected to be together as a couple. Right? When you're a couple, friends of ours know it. They have to respect the fact that we're not alone anymore. And so for me, there is a strict rule of what we should be invited to together and what we shouldn't be. And I'm going to tell you that rule coming up next on The Rendezvous. What do you think is the proper rule when you're in a relationship, when you are a couple, to decide where you should go alone or where you should go together, right? So I believe that wherever there are other people that are in relationships, we should go together. That's what I mean. So weddings, uh, engagement, uh, parties, we should go together. Now... We can also not go together to some sports event. That's fine because that's not romantic. But wherever there is a sense of romance or a sense of representation, because represent, that's not an ugly word when it comes to relationship. You represent each other, you are together. And so, you know, in my opinion, it's important to be respectful of that rule. When there are romantic circumstances or when there are an expectation we're going to be together, we should be together. That's how I live when I'm in a relationship. And that works for me. And I hope that would work for you too. Anyway, your calls and your questions are next on the rendezvous, 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255, that's the number of the rendezvous. Ariel, bonjour. Bonjour. Bonjour, Ariel. What's going on with your husband lately? Well, you know, I love him so much, but he has been putting on all this weight and it seems like every month he's just gaining more and more. And, you know, I see him eating like junk food and I find like wrappers in his car and it's just like really a turnoff for me. Like it's, it's, it's really hard to be attracted to him uh, anymore. Seeing him eating all this food and, and just like putting on all this weight. It's, it's really affecting our, um, our intimate time. I understand. Have you had a chance to talk about it with him? I do. I'm like, hey, honey, let's go to the gym. Hey, honey, let's go on a hike. And, you know, I try to lead by example and I'll put like cute workout clothes on and everything. And he just gets like defensive about it. And if I, if I say, hey, why don't you eat, you know, why don't you eat this apple instead? Like he just feels disrespected and, he just, okay. it almost seems to make it worse. Okay. So there's two different things there, uh, Ariel. So there is, you know, sometimes there's a condition called if you have a thyroid problem, it literally, you can gain weight um, and it's not your fault. The, the thyroid has to be, you know, balanced and they give you medicine for that. So the first thing is, is he okay, right, Ariel? You need to make sure physically and his health is okay, right? Mm-hmm. So that's 
number one. Number two, if everything turns fine, which I hope it is, then you've got to talk about it, the fact that by him becoming less attractive to you, it's a passive-aggressive towards you and towards your intimacy, you ooh-la-la, you romance, because, because if we let the attraction fade away, we let the spark, you know, going away. And you have to explain to him that it's 50-50. You're both responsible to keep the fire of desire on and warm. And if he continues to gain too much weight, what's going to happen is you're never going to want to be romantic with him. And Houston, we're going to have a major problem, okay? Mm. So let's check his health first. If it's not, then you guys can go to the gym together and all this. It's like back. And if he has something to say about that he's upset about... Open the conversation, go, you know, a couple of therapists, anything that can help you. But things need to be talked about ASAP, okay? Thank you so much. Thank you. That's such wisdom. Thank you. You're most welcome. That's what I'm here for. Good luck to you and have a good night. Now, I'm going to change gears to go to my Instagram DM because somebody needs my help to understand what to do when the person you're supposed to go out with, well, doesn't show up. We need to talk about that next. If you're listening to The Rendezvous and you have a question for me, but you can't dial tonight or during the show, just send me your question on Instagram on a DM at Rendezvous Radio. Miranda, what's going on with Teresa? Teresa says, Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Teresa. I've been seeing this guy and he was supposed to come over earlier tonight to hang out with me and he never showed up. I tried to call and text him but got no response. And now, a few hours later, he just sent me a text saying that, He fell asleep and missed our date, and he's so sorry. How would you respond if you were in my situation? Mm, That's a good question. I've been in that situation where you're supposed to go out with a person, and uh, they never show up, and they call you later, and you wonder if it's true or not true. So let's talk about what you should do in that situation. And that's next. Question for you. Have you ever been in a situation where you're supposed to go out on a date with somebody and uh, they never showed up, right? So you call them, they don't answer, and much, much later during the night, you know, they say, I'm sorry, I fell asleep, uh, sorry for missing, you know, a date, and um, you don't know if you should, you know, give them another chance or what should you even respond. Here's my take. That can happen to us once. So if it's the first time and you really like the person, give them a chance. The worst can happen, they won't show up again, but it won't cost you money or any problem. You may you know, lose a couple hours of funds you could have with somebody else, but it's not a problem. What I don't want to have is regrets. So I've always believed, if you're not sure, and it's safe and won't cost you much, give them a second chance. Because it can happen to any of us. Once. Not twice, but once. So Teresa, if I were you, and he asked you out again, I would say, okay, but be on time. With a wink, if you see what I mean. All right, good luck to you, Teresa. I hope he doesn't do it again, though. And now, your calls and your questions are next on The Rendezvous. If you have a question about your partner or your relationship, call me, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Miles. Bonjour, Simon. I believe you have a little issue with the way your girlfriend dress. Is that what it is, the way she dress up? Yeah, man. Honestly, I, I love the girl. You know, mm-hmm. I, I think I could I could see myself spending the rest of my life with this woman, but uh, I just feel like anytime I go out with her, she kind of always puts on like trashy kind of clothing. To be honest, 
trashy kind of like describe what you mean by trashy like you know like super short skirts just um just letting the world see everything all the time like it's it'd be mm-hmm. hard for me to to introduce her to my mom you know because my mom is more old school kind of conservative woman so it's Yeah, it'd be kind of hard to bring her to Thanksgiving. I understand. Okay, so now, uh, is that is that something that she's always done? And is that her fashion style? Or is that just lately? Uh, no, it's pretty much always been that way. So if it's always been like this, you liked her when she was like this at the beginning, right? You liked to, uh, uh, her looks and her fashion at the beginning because you, you gave her a chance and she gave you a chance. So yeah. Tell me how that changed from liking the way she dressed to now want to control the way she dresses. Uh, I mean, if I'm being totally honest, I guess in the beginning I wasn't really taking it so seriously. I didn't know where things were going. But now that I have, you know, strong feelings for her and, and I, I want to see this go further, I I guess I've changed my tune, you know? I see. Okay. Uh, the thing is, from my experience, um, It's a very sensitive topic, Miles, so you've got to be very careful and, and uh, pay attention to not uh, sound controlling, right, with your girlfriend. Or, believe me, she will not like that. But yeah. you, you guys are together, and so you can you know, comment about each other the way you dress. You can also um, go shop with her. You can suggest things. I would not criticize whatsoever the way she dresses. I would offer... Uh, when you guys go shopping together to maybe buy something a little more conservative, not mentioning your mom, not mentioning anything, just because you would like her to wear this. She might say yes, she might say no, but you've got to love her the way she is. And I think that the lesson I've learned is if you don't criticize, but you suggest, well, people are more open-minded to change. But if you say, oh, you know, this is too risque, this is then she will feel you're controlling her, you're jealous and insecure, and he will turn against you, okay? Yeah, that that makes sense. That definitely makes a lot of sense. Thanks. Man. All right, Miles. But don't give up a great girlfriend because she dressed provocative because it's much harder to find the right person than somebody who dressed the right way. Thank you. I appreciate it, Simon. Thanks. Y- you got it. You have a good night, Miles. Now, I'm going to get to my voicemail because somebody is never invited to their partner's parents and they want to know what to do. So I'm going to help them next. If you have a question but you can't call me, please leave me your question in a voicemail at 855-905-8255 and I will answer your voicemail, just like for this one. Bonjour, Simon. My name is Eve and um, I've been dating this guy for about six months and he hasn't really introduced me to a lot of his friends and his you know, family keeps coming into town and I've never met them and you know, I want to move it to the next level and we've kind of talked about it but... He, um, you know, says he's just really focused on getting his career on track right now. So I'm just wondering if I should stay or walk away. Eve, thanks for the voicemail. It's a great question. Should you stay with somebody who doesn't really want to introduce you to their parents when you're in a relationship? And that's a key question. I'm going to answer that next. Stay with me. I got to ask you, how would you feel if you're in a relationship like Eve And the person that you with has not introduced you yet to their parents and it's not coming anytime soon. They're saying they focus on work, this, that. But truth is, you're asking yourself, should I stay with somebody who doesn't really want to introduce me to their parents? What does it mean? Well, Eve, you've got to ask this question to yourself. Why would I want to stay with somebody 
who doesn't introduce me to their parents. And if the reason is not satisfying, I would not stay with such person because nothing grows in the shadow when it comes to relationships. Nothing good. And I don't want you to be in the shadow of somebody. So leave it at this. And if he doesn't, on his own, is excited to introduce you to his parents, unless his parents, he explains to you, are sick or there's a problem. Otherwise, I think you have to revisit should you stay with him or not. But it's a big red flag. Thanks for the voicemail. You call the next on the rendezvous. If you want to share a romantic gesture or a love story with me, now is the time. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Cassidy. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Cassidy. So I heard you have a special tradition, you and your partner, because of the beginning, and I want to know the whole thing. <laughs> yes. Um, so I actually uh, met my partner three years ago, um, but the funny thing is that it was actually on my birthday, um, and I was having a huge birthday party, so a co-worker of mine came and actually brought him as his friend, my partner, now was his friend but I see. you know he was just like his plus one and um he was definitely the cutest guy there and I definitely um you know enjoyed myself on my birthday you know it was a huge party at my house um and I got a little drunk and I think I, I definitely over flirted with him um Ooh. but he really got the message that I was really into him and The next day, he texted me and was really sweet, was, like, not judgmental, but I had, like, drank it a little too much. Um, and we kind of just hit it off from there. And he just turns out to be the sweetest guy I've, I've really ever met. Um, oh, now, on my birthday, because that's the day that we met, mm -hmm. every year, we've been together for, th for three years, so my past three birthdays, it was actually just my birthday this past month. Um, oh, happy late birthday. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. um, he writes me a card, and it's like, it's not just my birthday. It's also like the anniversary of the day that we actually met. So oh. uh, we, uh, yeah, if I have a birthday party or anything, that's like any like festivities I do, that's like all aside, and I'll do them with my friends. And of course with him as well, but he celebrates like a segment of us. Like we'll do I something like for us that day. I like that. I like that. that yeah, is, listen, yeah. It's really that is very, And he always writes me a handwritten card. Uh, listen, those are precious because they're forever, right? Handwritten notes, yes. cards, letters are the best love letters, the best present. Because really, I think, Cassidy, those you can read for the rest of your life. Yes, I always keep them. And he loves talking about, like, reflecting on how much we've grown together. And it's really beautiful. And I love reading them over time. Thank you so much. Listen, thank you for, for sharing that story and reminding us that handwritten notes are not obsolete, are not, you know, not cool. They are the coolest thing we can give to each other, in my opinion. Handwritten love letters. So thank you for reminding us that, Cassidy, and have a good night. Yeah, of course. Good night, Simon. I got a question for you. It's kind of a more personal question. But if your partner wanted to have the pet sleep in the bed with you, would you be okay with that? Let's talk about that on the rendezvous next. Little personal question for you to finish the rendezvous. If your partner wanted to have the pets sleep in the bed with you, would you be okay with that? And I posted that very question on my social media at Rendezvous Radio. Check it out. Here are the results of the votes. So 53% said, yes, I'm okay with having pets in the bed. 
And 47% said no, no pets in the bedroom. So I am on that school too. I really think for many reasons, including romance, but also who wants to have hair and breathe hair of the pets and all of that, it's better, I think, to sleep with your partner and not include the pets in the bedroom. I love my pets, but not in the bedroom, please. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to the show tonight. Thank you for spending your evening with me. And I wish you une bonne nuit, a good night. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.